everybody. Welcome to another interview episode of Hashtag All Podcasts Matter. I am your host, Panther5000, and tonight I'm sitting here with Adamant, making the trip from from L.A., right? That's right, Los Angeles, California. Word, word. In, in town, uh, visiting some family for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I grew up here. Oh, okay, okay. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good, man. What's your favorite side dish? My favorite side dish? Yeah. I'm personally all about that cranberry. I'm about that cranberry sauce. Hell yeah! Shout out to Yams. <laughs> We're big fans of Yams yeah, on this, po- yams, on this podcast. <laughs> Sweet potato pie is my shit too. Oh, uh, also feel free to use uh, whatever language you like because this is an okay. internet internet TV show. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you're uh, you're originally from here. Yeah, I'm originally from Danville, California. Okay, you grew yeah. up out here. Uh, what 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 brought you down to Los Angeles? Uh that's kind of a deep. Story. Okay, uh, actually, don't answer that because okay. that's going to answer too many, too many more questions. Yeah, it could get a lot. It could get deep, <laughs> yeah. Um. So I basically I came across I came across your Twitter and I saw your yeah. tape and I'm like, oh, that cover looks kind of interesting. And then uh, I saw you you had uh, a freestyle out to what song? Uh, to Meek Mill's Monster. I redid that. Yeah, yeah. Remix to that one. And I, I heard I heard probably like 45 seconds into it. Uh-huh. And then, like, I saw your DMs are open, and I'm like, all right, I'm about to message you. Do you want to be on the show? I'm like, all right, this dude is serious. He has bars. I like this. And um, the Crooked Eye stamp on the cover of that. I'm like, okay. Oh, on the EP? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I like that. Um, so I checked you out, and free, the Monster Freestyle was dope. Thank you. I appreciate that, bro. Uh, I enjoyed it more than the Meek Mill version okay. because you didn't yell on it. I appreciate it. Because I didn't yell Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? What? Uh, how'd you link up with Crooked Eye? Um, yeah. So funny story. So I moved to LA, and I had a couple homies that were from here, from the Bay, that also moved down to Long Beach, and uh, I had actually hit them up just just to say, hey, I moved to LA, and I didn't know that they had moved to Long Beach. So uh, they said, oh shit, well we're in Long Beach, we should link up. I'm doing music. You should come check out the studio and what we got going on down here. I'm like, all right, cool. And I'd never really written before or whatever never taking rap seriously or anything so I went down there I kicked it with them and um, long story short they actually got hooked up with Freeway Rick Ross Um, and Rick Ross was doing a whole campaign against the artist Rick Ross so he started a music group and got a bunch of rappers together from LA Um, my two homies were one of those two and they had a group called Old Souls they're not together anymore now they're kind of doing their solo thing but uh, Rick Ross um, when it got a call from Crooked to work on or do some drops on Crooked's new mixtape. Mm. So he went into the studio and did that. And through that connection, uh, Rick Ross hooked them up with Crooked. And therefore, my homies gave me the Crooked connection because I was a homie. And once I started to take rap seriously, you know so, what I mean? And they said, once they saw that I got bars, they're like, all right, we can introduce you to do now. That's pretty dope. It's a small, yeah. small world. Very small world. I was at, yo, speaking of small world, I was actually at Nexus Studios in Oakland last night. Um, and I went there and I saw that they had a bunch of, you know, posters on the wall with like signatures from rappers that have been there before. And a dude named Frank Stacks. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hammered yeah. boy. So yeah. uh, one of the posters was Frank Stacks. And my co- I, I'd never really heard of him before, but my cousin is really good homies with him. So I like snapped a picture uh, of that and sent that out to him and was like, yo, I'm at the fucking studio with Frank Stacks, <laughs> of course. It's a crazy, it's a trip. That's pretty dope. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Uh, what are some artists, like, who did you listen to growing up? 
growing up. Yeah, like um, who who uh, who may have influenced your style? Well, I guess the first hip hop I listened to was Rage Against the Machine, with Zach De La Rocha, because it's rock and roll, but motherfuckers rapping on top of that. Oh, he has bars. Oh, he's got bars. Yeah, I'm not so, gonna argue that. Huh? I'm not gonna argue that. Yeah. So that was the first. I guess you could say rapper that I listened to and then after that um, Biggie, Jay but the real the real influence that I had was I saw I don't know if it was on MTV or VH1 or whatnot, but um, it was the Forgot About Dre video and that shit just like mesmerized me especially since there was a white boy up there you know what I mean it was like okay maybe I can do this or you know started to idolize that um so growing up, that'll work. That'll probably work. yeah, probably Eminem. He's one of my favorite rappers right now. Yeah, Te- he's like I think lyrically, he will still body anybody. He's like the Mayweather of rap. Yeah, technically, like yeah. just amazing. Yeah, undefeated. Who's your Who's in your top five right now? And by right now, I mean uh, we we don't have to. Billboard just released their uh, their embarrassing top ten, uh-huh. leaving Tupac off the list. Yep. Um, Ridiculous. No, you guys, you guys are younger younger dudes than me. Um, do you guys look at Tupac in the same way that maybe my generation did? Because I, I say that because I'm thirty. I'm thirty one. So, um, you know what's interesting is um, Tupac has never been like a huge part of my playlist, but I still respect him more than most artists just because of the message that he put behind his music and the passion that he put behind it and what he stood for. Okay, because I just want to get that out of the way. Because when I, when I ask people their top five, I think it's it's okay that we. I can say like just besides Tupac and besides Biggie when I say like your top five. Okay. Oh, besides those two? Yeah. Yeah. Are we talking of all time? Uh, not just just like right now. Okay, so, like who's like right, who's alive yeah. and relevant? Yeah. Yeah. Like who you listen, who who you listening to the most like right now? Out of like Coles, Kendricks, okay, Redman's, um, etc. Jay and Nas. Um, Kendrick, J Cole. And the fifth one is always the hardest. It is, it is. It's always the hardest. <laughs> it's like picking your starting lineup at yeah, the NBA. Bro. <laughs> M. I'd say M. Oh, good choice. Yeah. Good choice. It's a good starting five yeah. right there. Now, um, how did <clears throat> excuse me. I'm gonna change uh, topics a little bit, then I'll come I'll come back more to uh, the world of rap. Now every episode of the podcast we mentioned Keanu Reeves. Because we're big fans of Keanu Reeves on the show. Gotcha. Uh, what's your favorite Keanu Reeves movie? Ah, uh, it's between The Matrix and John Wick. I just saw John Wick. Oh and, yeah. Like I saw the previews for that movie, and since Keanu, okay, I'm not gonna. I'm sorry to shit on Keanu Reeves right now. I know you guys are fans, but like since he hadn't had a great track record for a little while, in my opinion, I saw the preview for John Wick, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna see that. It happens. It, it, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. I even I underestimated John Wick. Uh-huh. But it changed my life. Yeah, I loved it. It was pretty great. It was pretty Bad great. Ass. It was pretty great. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Man, I wasn't even a real big fan of Ninja Turtles growing up. What as uh, crazy as that is? What cartoons were you watching growing up? Um, Power Rangers. Word, go yeah. go Power Rangers. Yeah. It's always more fun time for me. Yeah. Um, they're about to remake that movie, so I'm look, looking forward to that. They're doing what? Yeah, they're doing a remake of Power Rangers. I do not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, who do you want to work with in the future? 
Back to the gym. Yeah. Like, I guess, like, uh, dream lists. It'd dream lists? Sort of like a top five. It could be, like, producers. It could be artists. It can be whatever. <sighs> producers, ill mind. Oh, good choice. Good choice. Um, man. Ill mind, Kanye. Good choice. And then we'll go some artists. Definitely Eminem. Tech Nine is mm-hmm, up there mm-hmm. for sure. If you gave me a top six, Tech Nine would have been my next one. Um, and then everybody on my top five. Yeah, now you're talking. Everybody on my top. Uh, five. What do you like to listen to that's uh, outside of rap music? Outside of rap music? Yeah. You know, I was so, actually something that might like surprise people. I was just talking to my brother about this, and I realized that like everything I listen to now is rap in one form or another. Or another. So. I'll say what I used to be a big fan of, which will probably trip people out, is Tool. Used to love that. I'm not surprised. No? No. Because I have a lot of friends who listen to that, and they kind of got me into it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I see what you're, I see what you're doing. It's just so, yeah, it was just but, so different. Uh, plus, they actually, they put on a good show. Yeah, I saw them in San Francisco they put one on, time. They put on a good show. Dope show. And anybody who can do that, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I see they got you, talent. I see what you guys are doing. The crazy part about their show is that they don't even move. Like, they don't much like if the X is on the stage that's where dude is gonna stand and then Maynard James Keenan the lead singer is like in the back back you know opposite from how normal shows, uh, shows are and there's a silk screen in front of him with a light so all you see is a silhouette you know what I mean and he's just kind of doing his thing back there but for some reason the energy is crazy even though they're not doing very much well I mean it just kind of kind of goes to show that you don't have to do like um, backflips on a stage or anything or have like holograms yeah, just just good. just play good music, and that's that's all that's all you need, really. Yeah. Uh, what are some goals for yourself in the future, like musically? Like, what do you want to do? Do you eventually want to have like uh, Adamant Mile, like a movie about your life? Uh, do you want to do you want to have like uh, an animated series, like Kid and Play and Hammer? Uh, what do, what do you want to do? Man, I don't know if I'd want to be in a movie. I don't think I can act for shit. <laughs> that's that's real talk right there, bro. I really don't think I can act. Hey, there's, there's, um, act, there's acting classes. That's all right. That's true. <laughs> um, man, I just wanna I just wanna put out good music and have a really good body of work. To be honest with you, um, and be able to have creative control in like in every aspect, whether I'm in the booth or whether I'm in front of the camera. You know what I mean? Working with the director of a music video to actually make a really good story and a really good image for just that four minutes that I get. Now, I want to ask you this question because it comes up a lot. Um, you listed some of your favorite rappers were like Jay and Nas. Yeah. Um, do you think you'll still be rapping in 35 years? In 35 years? Yeah. Um, I want... Oh, actually, go ahead. I'm going to let you answer first. Well, I would be... Do you want to still be rapping in 35 years? I think I'd be, I'd be 60 years old. Yeah, yeah. So... You know what? Uh, I'm gonna say that I still might be writing, but do you think? Do I think that I'm gonna be 60 years old uh, on stage? And I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean. No, no, no. I know. I know, <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but it seems weird that people are always like, "Yo, the rap game is a young game, man, son." Young. Oh, okay. And and like I'm like, you realize that you might be 20 now, but you're gonna be 60 in the future. Yeah. And um, I kind of like to see like what Nas and Jay are rapping about now because they're older and they're rapping about being dads and like you know mature they're mature, they're, mature things. They're 40, 45. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. M's up there too in that age range mm-hmm. though, um, and I, I think, still and like I'm still checking for those rappers too. Like I want to hear like the next project. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, 
I mean, yeah, they're still they're still doing their thing. Like, do I think that I'm, if I make it, then I'm definitely gonna be doing my thing? Because I mean, but I mean, you could rap. I mean, you could rap about whatever, whatever the hell you do when you're sixty. You could rap mm-hmm. about like eating high fiber or like whatever it is, man. And M-, M could rap dope bars about like Cheerios. I'd, I'd listen to it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> but I, th- I mean, but I think they're not rapping about you know. 45, 50 year old shit. They're yeah. rapping about shit that they experienced in the past, emotions that evo- were evoked from those experiences. And then still, like, relationships aren't going to change. Like, you can, rap, you can rap about your relationship with your homies or your wife or your kid, like, true. forever. And that's always going to be timeless. That's true. At any, at any age, people can still relate to that. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. I like that. Um, let's take a break real quick and we'll come right back. I have a couple more questions about- for you. I'm going to go ahead and um, put one of your songs during the commercial break. All right. I got $20 million in my pocket. Dreaming of waking up from a dream to make a mobile deposit. See the money, buy material things, but I ain't got it. So waiting good for nothing, but looking good out in public. Fuck it, I'm on a budget. I quit my job for my love for this rap and this track feels like a dagger in my stomach. Food leaking out of my womb because of it. In the dusk, I'll be vomiting verses from my esophagus to witness the dawn of a starving artist. Put me in that department. Conflicted was a flop, so y'all ain't no more other project. Wishing I could hustle like Nipsey and overcharge him. Hit the jeweler and cop a Cuban link. But homie, that's how I started. Oh! Take a look in my face and see that I'm tired of being laid back. Laid back, state that. Put that on your tape deck. Let the record show that on the rise is where I lay at. Lay at. Follow the leader or face the reaper. Be a hustler. Chapter 11 reader. Buying too many Adidas. Too many sneakers. More concerned by looking the cleanest than by putting my music inside your speakers. That's my weakness. Take a look in my face and see that I'm tired of being laid back. Laid back, state that. Put that on your tape deck. Let the record show that on the rise is where I lay at. Lay at. Money motivated for everything in this world. Patiently waiting for a check to come in the mail. History showed that it can even buy you a girl. Kanye said the best and I concur. She a gold digger. Fuck with her. Status a bitch and I came to bust quicker. Decided to team up before the prenup. I'm in love with her. She did the fan. Now I need an umbrella. And it's a 187. So tell the devil come and get a rest and go, bitch. Only 25, but I could pay 50 a roll, bitch Noble than David Yerman, your wrist be looking cold, bitch Barneys and Neemans, ain't no more need to be a cold, bitch But everybody knows, shit, I gotta go Follow the leader or face the reaper Be a hustler, chapter 11, read a bond Too many Adidas, too many sneakers More concerned about looking the cleanest Than by putting my music inside your speakers That's my weakness Take a look in my face and see that I'm tired of being laid back, laid back, state that, put that on your tape deck, let the record show that on the rise is where I lay at, lay, I want watches on watches, I want belts upon belts, I want mansions on mansions with Grammys up on the shelf, I want denim and linen, exotic women who sending in on a mission to get it, it's like I'm meeting myself, I want Bentleys and Lambos and Coats, Caddies on 100 spokes, riding on Dayton's and Vogue, Mustard and Manners and Road, back to the city I used to call home and shit on them, then white with Charmin moistened by the tears of my foes, oh, oh. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed that Monster Freestyle by Adamant. It's Hot Fire. It's going to be the Yoga Flame for the week. Uh, earlier we talked about um, why you moved to LA but I kind of stopped you because mm-hmm. I, I kind of wanted to go with like the natural progression of yeah. the interview and now that uh, the people got to know you a little bit why did you move to LA? Yeah, alright so um, 
like I said, I grew up in Danville, and uh, there's not really much of shit to do out there. And uh, so I ended up, started to smoke trees at a really young age. Uh, I started smoking when I was probably like 11, and then drank when I was probably like 11. And, um, you know, just fucking hanging out on the block and skateboarding with my friends and everything like that. And a dude that went to high school lived right up the street from me who smoked trees. And I always remember him skateboarding down and just acting hella weird. And I lately or later figured out that he was smoking trees. And I sounded, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to escape my reality real quick. So I uh, started doing that. Um, and then eventually everything just started to tumble out of control. Not really because of the weed, but more because I started drinking and that was fucking, I got into high school right after Mac Dre died. So this was huge. Yeah. So I started popping pills like a motherfucker and, um, Xanax and shrooms, all that type of shit. Um, so I got in a couple car accidents because I was drinking, um, was broke because I was spending all my money on dope and uh, had to get sent away because of that. So I got sent away and then I came back and when I was in high school, everybody was fucking with Oxycontin and I remember like I'd see them in class and they would just be like green in the face like it's art class and they're passing out on the table and throwing up after class. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, it didn't look fun in the slightest <laughs> bit, but I got sent away, and I had to be clean and sober for the amount of time that I was away. You know what I mean? I was, like, in the fucking woods. So I got back. I was like, all right, it's time to party. And I went to those same homies. So I was like, hey, I want to try Oxy. Give me, your fuck, give me your shit or give me a, you know, give me the number to your plug for it. Um... And they're like, no, you don't want none of this. You don't want none of this. But I was persistent and I got through to it and I was hooked like immediately. You know what I mean? And that was all I did. That's all I spent my money on. I spent all my time doing it. Fucking that shit. That shit is the devil. Let me tell you, bro. So why I moved to LA was I spent, I don't know. I spent like two years killing myself with Oxy and fucking going with my plug to go to Tenderloin in San Francisco and hang out there fucking on Turk and Jones I remember um, waiting for dudes to come down and fucking just going to like grimy places that I really should not be especially a dude that's in horrible shape you know what I mean so um, I ended up moving down to LA and like going to rehab out there and then I decided to stay because I figured when I went away before I came back to the bay it wasn't good Everybody yeah, that I that I knew out here was still getting fucked up and bad influence. Yeah, so I, I ended up staying down there. I, I know how addicted the uh, icy can be. Mm-hmm. I had a uh, back surgery like two years ago, mm-hmm. um, so I got screws like all up and down my spine. Damn. Um, so I, I was on oxy for like a long time. Yeah, long time. And when I quit, um, I didn't sleep for like a week. Mm-hmm. I was just shaking. I was angry and just sweaty all the time. It was. Were you throwing was, up? Yeah. 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 It was not. It was not a good time. Uh, so yeah, yeah, uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, man. But it's kind of crazy how one thing led to another. Um, I know that's like an unfortunate situation, obviously, but it it led to you getting involved in music seriously. Ab- yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy how much of a blessing it was in the end. You know what I mean? Uh, I probably wouldn't have been. Yeah, no, there's no telling if I would have been doing music now if it wasn't for all that. So, what are you doing when you're not recording? 
Am I recording? Yeah. Hmm. What are you what are your hobbies? When I'm not recording, I'm writing. When I'm not writing, I'm working. Um and when I'm not doing my nine to five gig, fucking doing what twenty six year olds do, bro, chilling with girls and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just trying to get it in where I can. Um I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um so oh, oh, okay, hobbies uh yeah. snowboard. Big oh, okay, snowboard. okay, that's yeah. cool. Whenever I can. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so music is like both is like your hobby and your outlet and yeah. and your profession and yeah. uh, all the above. Yeah, that's yeah. tight, man. All right. Exactly. All right. Um, you have an EP out, right? I have an EP out. Yeah, it's actually hosted by the OG King Crooked. Yeah. Formerly known as Crooked Eye. Um, that's on SoundCloud. It's the Conflicted EP. Okay, cool. Crooked Eye. Um, yeah. That link will be in the description for everybody who wants to look for it and check out your music. Um, now, before I wrap up the interview, I want to ask you, um, let me see about some usual stuff that we talked about on the podcast again. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what movies are you into? What movies? Yeah, we talked about Counter Reads a little bit earlier. Yeah. But what, 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 um, what do you like? What are some good movies you saw in the last year or TV shows? Um, I like a bunch of shit. I like, uh, I like dramas though. I like like Academy Award winner type of shit. Oh yeah, I'm, like, he- I'm uh, heavy into that. Yeah. Like Wolf of Wall Street was incredible. You feel me? Yeah, Quaaludes. <laughs> all day with the Quaaludes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, the Inglorious Bastards, Django. Um, and then we're going classics like Goodfellas and Casinos and Godfather. Yeah, now you're talking. Um, really anything based around crime, to be honest with you. Have like, you seen The Wire? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. good. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's like the all-around like, favorite all show. Favorite show of the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get Bodie on the show. I talked to him on Twitter a couple times, so yeah. Yeah, yeah shout out to Buddy. Um, oh, you know what I think is dope? I hadn't seen uh, you know, the character Bubbles. Yeah. Dude that plays that is now in Empire. Yeah, 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 he is. That's I checked out when I saw him because yeah. I hadn't seen him since a while. And it's it's funny because like I'm like I know you're an actor, but you're like oh shit, you're not. You're not, not on. You're, you're not Bubbles anymore. You're not on crack. Yeah, it's, it's good to see you cleaned up, man. Yeah, good to see- <laughs> now you want to turn, bro? Okay. <laughs> you're doing good, man. It's good. I'm proud of you. I'm yeah. proud of you, Bubbles. Bubbles done. Come up. Definitely. Um, Working for Lucius Lyon. <laughs> <laughs> War Machine. Um, is there anybody you want to shout out or before we uh, before we go? Yeah, definitely. Uh, shout out Active. It's a producer at the studio I work at. Um, shout out the whole COB squad over there. Shout out Crooked Eye. Much appreciated on the love. Um, shout out my boy RX. Uh, he's staying in the Bay, too. He's an artist. Check him out. Uh, Rick Ross Music Group. Uh, there you go. Word, man. Yeah. Well, Adamant, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. And uh, definitely going to be checking out your music in the future. Appreciate it. And you're always welcome to come back. All right. I definitely will. Anytime you have me. Everybody, thanks for listening. Um, as usual, follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please rate and review. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And as always, two up, two down.